Okay, hey guys, welcome back to um, our podcast, Two Girls on the Mic. I am Miss She Talks. I'm joined by. Hi everyone. <laughs> so I'm really engrossed in my. Let me take this. Is what's happened? I am. I'm busy just like doing social media stuff when I should be concentrating exactly. on the show. The whole reason why we're here in the first place and the two deep, girls in a mic. deep, dark, dark two northwest of area where I two just go- I don't even know don't. why you're saying deep, deep, dark, dark. It because let me just tell you deep, something. I had to fish deep. out my visa and bulletproof the other day because I was in Brick City. They and I was, in. <laughs> I was scared. Do you know there's like pictures of you everywhere like keep out. I'm not allowed in. I'm actually nervous. No, but honestly, Honestly, can I just say, mm. there's a lot going on in Brixton. What do I tell you every time? I'm That's like, it's a Chesa. noisy little high road. I don't know what's going on. A big high road, yes. It's vet. Look, look. Just have to go. It doesn't switch off. <laughs> no. I can tell you right no. now. You go down there like two, three o'clock in the morning, no. and it's still like it that. It was busy. I said to myself, do you know what? I realise now mm. that I'm get, getting too used to being from the burbs because I came out of Brixton and I was like, confused, <laughs> right? Like, What's going on here? There was like, there was a man evangelising. Mm. There was someone else playing music. I swear there was somebody beating a tambourine. Mm. There were people Everything handing out off. stuff. There was just regular people just walking. It was like yeah. crazy. There Do was you know a what's lot funny? Like if you, if you if anyone out there is an A and R person, just go to Brixton because for whatever yeah, reason no, that seems lot. to be the latest hotspot where people would just want to randomly just set up their musical instruments. Yeah, there was a guy and start that was playing. Like, yeah, yeah, there's this girl who I I can't remember her name. Oh, Ruth Brown, that's her name, mm. and I believe she was on either The Voice or Britain's Got Talent. One black of them. Girl, she white was girl. black girl. Mm-hmm. Amazing voice, and I was walking through bricks, and I just heard this this voice. I never thought it, and I heard um, Whitney Houston's. Was it? I want to run to your one of I one of the big the big big songs, and I thought it was a playback of somebody, <gasps> someone's recording. That's what I thought it was. My girl took sorry. one of those sorry, sorry, boxes. sorry. So I'm ignoring you because I don't <laughs> know. I'm just like that I tune. thought I hear a note mm, right there. I don't know what that's about, but I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners. I, I know that you're um, <laughs> sorry. Listen, I can't keep apologising for you week after week for this this singing. What, I'm getting messages me like, "What's wrong with your friend?" I'm if like, I don't let know. Let me do it. I don't know. They will see that I have progressed <laughs> as a singer. <laughs> All right, sorry, Ruth Brown. And when you said you was a writer as well. How, I'm an how, author. How's that going? I'm an author. <laughs> I'm about two chapters Just in. Just like, if I say it, it's true. <laughs> no, seriously, I am. I'm two chapters in. Right. But you know, I've just been so busy. <laughs> so anyway, Ruth Brown, as I was saying, go on, go on, go was on one of them shows. I think it was The Voice of one of them. And mm-hmm. she literally took one of them mobile speaker boxes mm-hmm. set herself up right outside the boots mm-hmm. and she was listen pipes mm. coming out of that girl mm. and I was like wow and I actually saw a certain DJ from a certain radio station one extra actually walking past and I thought ain't you gonna stop and like mm. ain't, ain't this your your, your, your area thing, yeah. kind of thing and she just walked past it like mm, whatever and I just thought mm, that's how talent gets missed but you yeah, know yeah. maybe it's not her thing yeah. which is cool but I, I don't know for me I'm just like I'm into music and if I hear something that's like yeah. banging then I want to see I recorded her and everything and then I like what's your name she's like oh it's blah 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 and I was like yeah. I know that name from somewhere before and then when I went to her Instagram page I was like yeah I knew she was on one of them them shows so mm. shouts out to her and anybody else trying to make it out there because I know it's hard boys she must have really just thought sod it this show so did she win the boys she didn't win it but she was like one of the the finalists okay not in the in this one no 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 okay. the one that was on BBC you know they've changed stations now they're on ITV now 
Where did they start off? BBC One. I never noticed that. Yeah. Oh, because I don't really watch The Voice. Yeah, so on BBC One, they've changed over to ITV. Oh, wow. That's what obviously Jennifer Hudson's on it now. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Before it was Jesse J and Kylie. Yeah. And somebody else. And, and Tom Jones. Yeah. Can I just say about J-Hud? Mm. <laughs> because... I like Jennifer Hudson. Mm. I like me some Jennifer Hudson. You're gonna like. Did you see the girl on Britain's yeah. Got Talent? She was. I was like, oh my god, how old is she? She like was 10? amazing. She was 15, oh and god. the way she was singing, I'd, I I stopped what I For was. For Simon doing. to be like, he was just like, I could see the the pound size. Yeah, you class. know that. Yeah, you know when you, he clocks you know what, in, you see to ching ching. Yeah. I saw it with Leona Lewis. Yeah, I saw it with the what's it There's, One Direction. Boys, Definitely. he was like, mm, there's yes. a look that Simon gives that I is earned 80 million of... last year, this year, 100. <laughs> this is my cash cow, <laughs> right? So, what was I talking about? No, I can't. Oh, okay, J Hud. Mm. So, I, I didn't really watch The Voice, but there were two, I think, consecutive weeks. No, it was one because it was the final, but I was just clocking in and out, and I was at my mum's and it was on. So I was watching it, yeah. and that's when I saw Mo, and I was like, "He's amazing!" The heck! Yeah, he, he is was actually amazing. Brilliant! Like his voice was like, mm. but and you know, ye of little faith, me and my mum were saying he's not going to win because you know mm. you saw who he's up against. So when the first solo white guy got knocked out, yeah. and my mom was like, "This one, he'll 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 win, he'll win." We've seen this before. Yeah, exactly. So then he got knocked out, and then it, my mom was like, "Oh, did he just get knocked out?" I was like, "Yeah." So um, this is not the point of the story anyway. So, mm. but we watched it, and I thought Mo was fantastic, and he obviously deserved to win, and he, his voice is brilliant, and I really hope he goes far. But Jay Hud, man. What was, that, what was she wearing at the? Thank you. <laughs> We've got a guest. Like she's not on mic, but like, she's in the studio. Just alone, just let me know. Let me know. I was, haven't been watching it. Like it was horrible. Re religiously every week, but I have heard some of her. It outfits was really horrible. And the thing dodge. is, as well, it looked better when she was standing up. Mm. So for me, which, the stylist which week was this? It was which, the final. Oh, okay. So the stylist didn't put thought into the fact that. Mm. She's not standing up for long. She's sitting down for most of the time. The top half looked hot. The top half looked like something your great gran oh would wear. And it was just, it just weren't great. And then it had some bit round the neck that just looked basic as fuck. It was just, it looked not good, no. It just didn't look good at all. Oh, Lord, Jennifer. So, yeah, I was just, and I was, dis I was disappointed because I just thought, I, I, I know the, the, I know of, I know who is, I think the girl that was doing her hair and um, mm. she's like a good friend of my cousins and that, you know, I follow her on social media. So it, I then saw that she was doing her hair and I was like, that's good. But then we needed another version of her to do the clothes because I don't know who was choosing those clothes, but it was Ooh. not was on it point. This? Nah, nah, nah. Ooh, it was some is... black and gold number. What is that even? Oof. Do you know what? I think... Right, this I've said this about Jennifer Hudson before. Obviously, she's lost masses of weight, and, she and sometimes know how to dress it maybe. Yeah, sometimes when you, you're still stuck in that mind frame of I am that 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 size girl, and it's like you're still a little bit unsure about what to wear for your body. I feel I still feel like she's still finding herself a bit because sometimes I'm like, oh, she looks really nice, and then other times it's like, mm -mm, this 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 can't run. So 
Maybe it's that. I don't know. But oh god, what the hell is that? Let me see. <laughs> this is this is, is this from the voices? Oh, Jesus. No, it wasn't that. Oh. It wasn't that. Anyway, so that was um my thing. How did we even get here, La? How did we get here? I was talking about Brixton and the musical talent down there. And, and then I was saying Ruth that I've been to Brixton. Yeah, and yeah. You, then you saw Ruth Brown. Speak, clearly was... have to speak to my people again and make sure that they don't, that don't happen. Anymore. That they don't let me in. Yeah. I don't want to come there. I won't be renewing my travel that is great, status you to Brixton. you weren't welcome the first okay, time around. I don't anyway. want to be there. Bloody cheek. Coming in <laughs> so there. I left in a hurry. Sneaking in <laughs> through the back door. Ending my story. <laughs> I left in a hurry. Wait, messaging people. Where, where can I go for eats in Brixton, please, everybody? I Somebody can message. What are we gonna do? What are we all gonna do? Oh my god! You see, what we're gonna do? I'm like, wait, I Where's might the patty be shop in Hosden. That's where you need to be. I might. <laughs> that's racist, <laughs> and I, I am against that. <laughs> that is racist. Can I just say, I might be bougie, yeah. But I did not message oh, anyone. Sade, speak for me. I did not message anyone Wait, speaking of and Shade. say, no, I need to get this out. I did not say, where can I get something to eat? I did not say that. Can I get some eats, I please? <laughs> You're Always asking me for food. You're That's such a liar. <laughs> I said, where can I eat in this hellhole? <laughs> because man's about to faint in it. <laughs> No, I was starving. I was starving. I was starving. I was starving. Oh no, there's lots of eateries. That's there's the next thing. Bear eateries in Brixton now. Loads of them. Loads and loads and loads. But yeah, anyway, no, there was a lot going was on. Was I saying? There. Yeah. Speaking of bougie and um, our friend Sade, <laughs> um, her and I went to the Cut the Chat charity basketball event on Sunday, which was really good. And um, it was in some some in the Regal. If, if anybody knows where the Regal is, it's in some estate in in Kennington. Mm. So Sade being the, the bougie individual. In the state. Yeah. Ooh. It's been there for a while. And she was like, oh my gosh. I was like, Shada, you live like eight minutes down the road from here. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> She's like, no, I just thought, oh my gosh. She's like, I just, where have you brought me? Where, where I have where have I brought you? You know. I gave the girl the address and said, look, it's here. You wanna come? Yes. I wanna come. Yes, Shade, I'm exposing you today. And she's like, oh. Acting like she ain't from the Acting ends. Acting brand new. Acting real brand new. Like she's not from the ends. But shouts out to the boys from um, CTC. It was a really good event. Was and it, it was to raise money for um, ACLT. Mm-hmm. Which um, is? Which is the... Um, hold on a minute. I don't have the efficient... I've never is it the African Caribbean Leukemia Trust? That's what it is. Yeah, so. of course it is. Um, guys, if you... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm still checking my phone. But right. yeah, no. Um, so yeah, it was to raise money for that. So they're the host of kind of like UK slebs mm. down there. Slebs. Slebs. <laughs> I was like to call them. Yeah. Playing basketball. And it was good fun. I was like, I've never been to a proper basketball You're match. Right. This is amazing. So who were the people that were playing? Um, okay, so Cut the Chat had their own team, which was a bit funny because not neither one of them played. They just brought in other people to play for mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. But they had on uniforms and everything. Mm-hmm. Femi with his little self and his little shorts and so everything. He, but he didn't play. Do you know what was really odd? He he, he didn't play, but every time they scored, my mum was on the court. Like, running, like how did she get He's on the a glory hunter. <laughs> and it was a really funny moment where Guest was there performing mm-hmm. during the halftime okay, break. So I saw that on social yeah. media. Yeah. The way Femi was getting down, I was like, Femi, what what is this? He was like, bro, this is me at like this is me at twenty five percent. Understand? I was like, do you know what? Let me fall back here because no, he was actually shocking that, out that Femi turns he, up. He, he, he was turning up. He was like all over did he the place. Did he have a drink inside him? He didn't. 
Oh, That's wow. why he said I'm at 25%. I was like, all right, I've seen you with alcohol, so I know you're I telling the truth. So that, that. Oh, there's a video on their page. Go and watch it. I'm telling you, you will you will die with laughter. Um, Lee was on the mic comparing. Mm-hmm. Um, Ace was DJing. Cut, that's Lee. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Um, Ace is DJing. Damon. <laughs> Damon was dead air. Damon was was stroking his locks. Yeah, he was. But he <laughs> Damon sidelines. made the mistake of like he did play, but okay. he decided to take on this young boy, some young young certain fifteen, six, 16 and I saw him Damon like trying to oh, trying don't to tell me he got t- outplayed. What do you think? Oh Damon. Yeah, I was like Damon, what are you doing? What are you, you not doing? Not just let yourself down. You've let just us all like, down. He was like, no, I had to get him because he comes in the barbershop every day and he's always trying to gun man. I was like, no, 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 and I'm like. But he he took the ball he from you. you. He dubs you, babe. <laughs> well, yeah, it was funny. Um, Play was there. Shouts out to Play. Mm-hmm. Um, was it Sway was there? Um, Aaron Fontaine. What's happening actor. with Sway? Were you getting some new music? I didn't get to chat to him. Okay. Um, so I don't know um, whether or not he's bringing out any new music. There was so much. There was a lot of people there. Like I would have been there all day, like saying mm. hello and everything to everybody. Um, do you know who Sebastian Thiel is? Yeah, he, um, he's, he's, isn't he a filmmaker as well? Yeah, yeah. so he's done um, that BBC Three new um, TV show called, I think it's called um, Just a Couple. Okay, with that, yeah. Um, I've seen, I've seen Michael it. Michael Salami's in it. I haven't watched it, but yeah, I've seen it. The... It's really good. So mm. little did I know, a little NBA star, he is really? amazing. Like, definitely MVP player. The way he was twisting up people, there's a bit of footage of him twisting up DJ Branty, yeah. and he's just... Like going for so did it. Did they think? Did they name any of the players MVP? No, they didn't, which they should have done. And if done. they did, he, who him and this, he would have done. He would have been one. And this other guy who was on the other team, mm. um, but I think he's a professional basketball player. Oh right, right. But right, he was okay. really just like dunking on everyone and doing. You know, when they they hit the rim and they pull themselves up. So who put that. together the two teams? I think they were in charge of kind of selecting each. I know the other team that wasn't cut the chat. Yeah. I know from like industry circles that they mm. play on a regular basis oh like, wow okay uh, and I, I know quite a few of them from that team i'm like i oh, know you lot play like so who won week in week out you think the other team <laughs> even with sebastian's amazingness if he yeah. wasn't on there the, the lead would have been a lot less that's oh wow what I've got okay to say. but they 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 didn't win by a massive massive amount yeah but, um yeah oh it sounds like a fun day it was so well done to them i don't know how much money they wrote um raised but i hope they met their targets so yeah looking forward to the next event part two that they do hopefully you know they'll include us because i was very upset to see that there was no vip section for me or you Shezza. Mm. <sighs> They play us every time. That's what I'm saying, guys. They play us every time. I mean, and when I have, have a go, and like when we have a go at Ace, like it's a like, we're gonna have to talk. We're yeah, gonna have to talk. This is Ace, just nonsense. Backchat got their VIP. Damon. What? What, what do Backchat do for cut the chat? What? what do they do? Look, even our producer right. is saying Even thank around. you. I'm just like noticing what? certain individuals. I'm like, them little boys came up just the other day. And I'm sitting here squeezed up on the bench like this. Can I just say it was on the wall? Yeah. Just so we know. I'm just kind of putting Damon, it out there. Have a word. <laughs> Femi. Never again. You know I'm just like black marks like every week or something. Like every I'm week. You. Cross, cross. Guys, we are coming for you, I'm right? Because we're not having this. We don't feel like your sister, your sister podcast, two girls in the mic are getting enough love. Not at all. I uh. expect my chair ready to, I'm like, as I said, sciatic nerve being hit and everything and I'm squeezing up myself on a bench. 
Okay, well, hmm. that sounds like it sounds like it was a good day. It was definitely. So, yeah, so Shout that was out the to week bougie Sade. Yeah, love you, Sade. Come into the studio again, do another show with us another day, maybe. All right. So but let's topics um, are we hit these topics. Today? Okay, so Theresa May, our unelected prime minister, as I like to call her, mm -hmm. like she just get a squeeze in, and she's decided to call a snap election in June, which is yep. what two months away, less yep. than that, less than that, June yeah, eighth, right. Um, so many are saying that this is a genius move on her part, mm. simply because you know she's got the larger support currently. Labour is in a huge mess. Even today, I was watching um, Houses of Parliament and seeing that how they they just they body Jeremy Corbyn <laughs> in there. He's too nice. Oh. He's just too nice, and it's just like, why, Jeremy? You need to like. You the problem is, the problem is, is even when you make that statement that he's too nice, because unfortunately we're in an era of personality politics mm -hmm. and that's the problem. So nobody's really listening to, um, to actual, policies, actual and policies and facts anymore. Two, we're in an era talking about facts of alternative facts. Mm. And three, unfortunately, we have now have, I think we're in an era of the most right-wing, bullish media that we've had for a while with no kickback to that, with right. no check and no. balance to that. Yeah. We have, they finished Corbyn in the media mm. from all angles, Every. from all angles. And so it's unfortunate that we don't have um, enough, it doesn't feel like we have enough progressive press out there or balanced press out there to talk about things such as his policies <laughs> rather than talking about oh if he didn't shake this person's hand oh look how he looks in his suit oh this oh you know all that sort of stuff yeah so i think those things combined leave us in the position that we are and i completely see why people are saying that theresa may um has pulled off a stroke of genius because mm -hmm. At the moment, conservatives, if the polls tell it tell it right, are untouchable. Mm. They're way ahead <laughs> on the polls. And like I just said, Labour is in a shambles. The media are going to, if anyone puts their head above the parapet and even looks like they're coming for the conservatives, the media will probably shoot them back down again. Mm -hmm. Look what they did to um, Ed Miliband, how they just... You know, they just made him look like a buffoon. And yeah. this man's an intelligent, educated man. But if, if it was a gradual and erosive and corrosive process of making him look like an absolute buffoon, and then that's it. People just lost confidence yeah. in him. And, you know, that was part of the story of leading to where Labour is today. Mm -hmm. So it's... Um, so do you think like to... Because I've, I've said this before in this podcast that this whole Brexit thing isn't... I don't think is for the good of Britain. I mm. think it's mainly because um, Teresa really wants to solidify her legacy. Mm. She wants to be known as the woman who is the Brexit lady mm. and is responsible for this, that and the third. Because every prime minister wants to have that thing. Every leader wants to have that thing that they're remembered for. And I think this is it for her. But now she's called this general election. Mm. It is probably bugging her to know that she wasn't officially elected prime mm. minister. So if she well, gets everyone this, used to throw that in her, in, in her. In her face. And now yeah. it's like, listen, I'm going to call this snap election. I know these people are going to vote for me. Yeah. And after they do, no one can tell me nothing. Yeah. I've got this Brexit you shit do going a hard through. Brexit. Yeah. And now I'm going to be officially prime minister. Talk yeah. to me now. That's yeah. what she's on. Yeah. And also, um, it kind of, it's, it, it, 
to me, it kind of crawls in the throat because she was continually saying last year mm. there will be no election Not until 2020. 2020. And then <laughs> just, you know, a few days ago, you announce mm. something coming up in less than two months. It's just like... What? Mm. But you know what? Politics is a is a is a filthy and wily game. I'm so you, she, and, so and she's playing know. it. Yeah, she is. She's playing it and she's playing it well. Yeah. Like, but do you think this I think the question has to be, is anyone gonna put themselves in a position or can anyone Jeremy like challenge Corbyn, her? Yeah, are, are there any real challenges I don't out think there? So. And so how how are the left gonna marshal themselves? And not give away this election. Because everyone's mm. expecting, at this moment, everyone's expecting it's going to be a landslide victory for mm. the Conservatives. It's, it's a shambles. And I think, do you know where this all kind of s- started for me? When um, I, you know, do you remember when um, the Lib Dems decided that they were going to... Do a coalition. Yeah, right. with um, the Conservatives. And it's like, what the hell? They're so far removed from what yeah. apparently you're all about. And yeah. then I just saw this, This like the Conservatives are going to grow in power now yeah. because you've actually given them right? the, the, the jump start to do that. And ever since then, have you noticed like steady decline? I agree steady, with you. And steady. also, I think you're so right. That it, that has created a perfect storm because I tell you one other thing that did, that did. Mm. Remember, as a result of the coalition, Mm. the Lib Dems lost all credibility. Mm. I mean, they were decimated. Mm. It was, what's it? What's his name? Nick Clegg. Nick Clegg. Again, that was another person trying to solidify his personal he, position and it didn't work. When, is, you've got not, yeah. when you've not got a leg to stand on, what he are played, you doing? I think he played that game absolutely like, wrong. What are you doing? And and you I think turn, he knew it as well. Yeah, I think the U-turn on... I uh, know, I don't think he knew it, but I'll come to that. Mm. I think the U-turn on... Um, Student fees mm. was the thing that for many was just like nailed it. Yeah. Because that was always their main thing. And yeah, it's like, you've exactly. gone back on all the things you could have yeah. gone back on. That's what you chose. And that was your okay. main, your, as you're right, that was your main <laughs> manifesto kind of pledge. The, what I was going to come to was that I don't think, I think Nick Clegg underestimated how much power he would lose mm. in a coalition government. I, d- I, th- I, th- I don't think he could know, and I don't know if that's because he wasn't seasoned enough or just naivety, and those two things might actually be the <coughs> same point that I'm making, but or if the, com- the Conservatives were just too dominant, I don't think he knew that it was going to play out like this. Right. I honestly think... To where we are now. To, no, to him to, losing to all that off, credibility yeah, yeah. and having to make so many concessions against what would have been, you know, Lib Dem core values. Mm. I don't think that he... I think he played it so badly that I don't like to think that he did that willingly. Mm. I think it was his just naivety political just, naivety yeah, yeah. that took him there. But I do think that that was part of the perfect storm. Because of that, mm. Lib Dems lost cre- credibility... And so they, not that, you know, it's all, for a long time, it's always been like a two-party race mm. um, over here in politics. But they were, you know, they were the third party. Yeah. Right? So you knew that they were, you, you know, they would play their position well. I was about to say, 
a bit like Tottenham, but I can't really say that now. So let me not even let me not even touch that. It's not even. <laughs> let me not even touch that. But the point is that now they're finished. Mm. Or they, I mean, they 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 they're trying to come back. I think I uh, I didn't read into it too deeply but i think one of their i don't know if it was their leader i don't even know but somebody in the party said that they would not consider i think this is like a lib dem <coughs> labor coalition and i think that kind of poured cold water on the dreams that some people may have if those if those two quarters of of, of politics got together or those two parties got together would that be a viable challenge yeah so if because of what's happened and it has, you know, it has kind of shifted the Lib Dems out of being uh, a party to be reckoned with mm. or even a party totally. to kind of glance like, you over. You don't even consider them anymore. Whereas before you kind of had, yeah. they were always kind of just there. Yeah. Now yeah. it's like, ooh. Yeah. Literally. That's, mm. And so that's it. So that, again, that leads us back to this same place mm. where the Conservatives have got like no real challenges. Mm. And that's, for me... That's, That's actually scary. scary. Yeah, it's absolutely. real scary because they don't give a toss about anyone other than the one percenters of this world. That is it. That's real. And scary. I just feel like Theresa May just wants to like create a, a a tax haven for the super duper rich. And I also think that just looking, you know, broadening broadening our sights outwards. And I think we've said it before on this podcast. What's going on? around the world mm. with the dominance of the right mm. and the you know the pushing forward of the far right that's why that in Marine particular Le Pen in France yeah as well. that's that, in particular ooh, why lady. i feel like it is we're in a scary position mm. because everywhere you look not only are you know is it is the right in dominance but also there is not the cha there, there needs to be the challenges there mm. needs to be because the challenges act as a check and balance yeah the, the challenges should act to keep them in line if there is no challenge then it's carte blanche to do what they want mm. if if you know labor can't get themselves together as a result of this election and time is short you know then um it it, it you know it is what it is yeah and we go for the hard Brexit and, you know, the cards will mm. fall as they will. Do and we know what... Has she actually given, like, a manifesto in regards to what is going to be included in, in this this deal that they're going to... No, gonna I, I think there's, the negotiations are still going on. Oh, my God. Yeah, the negotiations are still going... Is the right word? Were you yeah, so when you... Yeah, but she uh, can't say... Like, she can't say because it's it's unknown territory. So she can't... She can't make any... Um, promises mm. to the she just wants it to the populace she, we don't oh know how God. the cards are going to fall we literally don't know so that's why this they're trying to talk me. about trade deals at the moment mm. and that's why she's keen on maintaining the relationship with America and stuff like that because we just we don't know what's going to happen <laughs> oh so it's all uncertainty. And it's like you want to maintain a relationship with the US. When Have you seen how Donald Trump is treating everybody from oh. Mexico to Australia to Canada to um, mean, North Korea? You really want to mess with them, Donald? Are you mad? All of this. Have you seen? All listen, you don't this. see like the rumours floating around about what that man allegedly did to his brother. And you want to you yeah. think he gives a toss about you and the millions of Americans that live there. 
come on, this is it. So th- th- and, play with them again, if you want to. Again, for this reason, it's it really is scary times. I don't even know how you else know to to say it. So anyway, this I guess this story is going to be um, one that we come back to. We just have to keep watching. Yeah, because we I just feel really powerless. Like everybody feels like okay. So. But the thing is, you know, no, you see the thing about saying that you feel powerless. Mm. What I think we do need to do. And I've seen a lot of people doing it already is right. corralling each other, using social media and saying, do you know what? Especially on the issue of Brexit, mm. because it was such a fine, um, it was such a, a, um, a small, not small, but, you know, it's in the millions, but a small majority in terms of people who voted for Brexit and yeah. people who voted to remain. So there is still, you know, the 49% mm. that wanted to remain those are people to fight for. Those mm. are votes to fight for true. because that may be the defining topic of this election. Mm. So everyone that a, a lot of people, should I say, that I know are currently on their social media timelines and stuff like that and really trying to corral people into saying, look, you must vote. If this mm. is an issue for you, you must vote. I've already seen, but I haven't. I've, I've bookmarked the documents, but I haven't actually read them. People saying why tactical voting won't work this time round. So, you know, mm. people used to say, oh, I'll vote Lib Dems and it will, you know, that will be a way of sticking it to the Conservatives yeah. if they didn't feel as though they could... Vote for Labour. Yeah, if right. they didn't feel like they could vote for Labour. But I read something like headlining recently was um, saying that there's reason to believe that that won't work mm. now. It has to be really so stark party lines. That 49% essentially needs to vote for Labour and then right. we need to try and convince the other people that were either not sure about Brexit yeah, or, or have, have changed, their minds. changed their minds since that referendum to def- to vote for yeah, Labour. Yeah. So but so and and so what the first step of that is that Labour have to come forward. And the thing is, I, I know my mind's been elsewhere mm. recently. So I haven't watched a lot of press like I didn't even watch the I didn't even watch Theresa May's announcement mm. and then I saw it everywhere and I didn't do what I would usually do which is go back and watch it myself and see exactly what she said and I haven't really clocked into ev- um the other party's responses to it but what does need to happen and so I, I what I, the reason why I said that is because I can't say it hasn't happened but what does need to happen is that Labour need to firmly come out and center that issue of Brexit mm. and remaining as the topic of this election Mm. we all know it but that's what they need to just harp on it so people can start ignoring all this bollocks about is jeremy um corbyn's suit crumpled did he Mm. why didn't he come and see that um the the war veterans why was he elsewhere all of that kind of nonsense Mm. press reporting they need to ignore that and really focus their minds for the next eight weeks on that one topic alone and that may be a way that I don't know if, mm. if if that will mean that conservatives don't get into power because it does feel like such a long shot. But I mean, what, 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 I know that um, Theresa May doesn't want to do a, a live debate, which you know is something that they always mm. do just before a general election. She's mm. she's she's refusing to do it, which I think is quite telling actually. Mm. So I was like, why won't you do it? If you're so certain and so sure yeah, about I I, you know what I you know what you represent and all of your policies and yeah. you should be able to go on TV and debate them. Yeah. 
Yeah. And she's like, no. So it makes me... So for me, that alone says quite And then that takes away from Corbyn being able to, to stand up and be an, a challenger in not that rowdy Prime Minister right. questions and all of that, but really in front mm. of... In a, do you in think a if, they, if it happened, like, do you think he could destroy her like verbally? Just rubbish everything she's got to say. You see, this it one doesn't know. Mm. I don't know. I, I mean, I think so. I mean, I mean, even if he doesn't rubbish her, mm. he can present himself Self. well. Mm -hmm. And you know, that might be the chess that she's playing. She might mm. be saying, "I don't want to do it," not because I won't present myself well, but because I don't want to give him that platform. Mm. Because actually, I quite like what the press have done to him, and I quite like his reputation being rubbished and his party being in tatters. So if I mm. if I agree to a live debate that gives him a controlled platform without the press there and they can only then not without the press there but with without them being the conduit through which his yeah. words or behavior is translated and then put out <laughs> to, to to us the consumers or mm. the viewers and he then gets to be and say everything mm. he wants to say and we we're listening to it live maybe yeah. she doesn't want to give him that opportunity i i definitely think that's that's probably the case but mm. anyway as i always say never trust a woman with bad posture and who insists <laughs> on wearing kitten heels so oh if we're really about the visuals here look at that visual and no, tell me whether or not that's a woman that you want leading you into oblivion <laughs> because it ain't for me kitten heels, heels are just oh uh, no but you know what? i don't want to go down this road because i do i, I don't do care anymore i'm so fed up of seeing her face fashion just like being picked oh, apart man. i know i know what you mean but kitten heels are always a no for me <laughs> kitten heels are just just looking at useless. these like long foot sitting with these little stubs somebody at the bottom said, like what's the point said, somebody said about kitten heels they put a picture of them and they said, why the hell do you need to be 2.3 inches <laughs> off the ground? <laughs> I was just like, it's, it's true. It? They don't even give you that sexy sway of some proper stilettos. God. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, let's move on to another subject. Still kind of keeping it Br British centric, if you like. Um, I was reading the good old Daily Mail the other day. And Please Victoria no. Beckham has been given, is it MBE, OBE? OBE. Yeah, yeah, one of them anyway. Well done, Vic. Um, and the headline was that, you know, apparently she said that she's proud to be British. Mm. So I'm looking at the headline, I'm thinking to myself, proud to be British, proud to be British. What does that mean? Mm. Like, I couldn't think of anything that made me stand up and say, yeah, I'm really pleased about that mm. and the fact that you know Britain created it or it came out of Britain and obviously I was born here and everything but I don't know if I feel a hundred I don't know if I could a hundred percent stand up and say I feel really proud to be British I've never actually said that a day mm. in my life ever mm. which is weird like I've got friends from all over the globe and they quite can quite comfortably say I'm proud to be wherever it is I'm from mm. those words have never left my lips mm. Mm. I know what you mean that's that's Interesting. You know, I remember that there was a time, I sound really old. I remember <laughs> there was a time in my life One when I was um, in band camp. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was proud to be a Londoner. Yeah. You know, still am, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm proud to be a Londoner. I love, I love this city. You know, sometimes I do feel quite jaded by it. But mm. I think if I really sit down and think about it, I love this city. But proud to be British, I don't know what it means to be British, mm. especially because I don't feel particularly welcomed or 
I don't feel like I don't I mean, you know, I don't have to be the poster child for being British. I'm not saying that, but I don't necessarily feel encompassed in that phrase Mm. of being British. I don't think that when one thinks about um, the Brits or British people, that British people themselves think about that young black girl Mm. from an inner city Mm. who was born here of parents who weren't born here, who speaks with a complete London accent Mm. and um, should be able to consider herself to be British. Mm. I don't think they reckon me like that. So I don't feel... I don't feel like that. Mm. I don't when I hear like the term British, it doesn't doesn't it doesn't spark off any kind of feeling in me. Like, you know, if I hear Nigeria, like I get a sense of yeah, yeah I'm Nigerian, yeah. yeah, you know, same oh, with me. You like when I hear Jamaican, I get proper excited. Exactly. Like, Yay. Or if you travel, you know, if you're outside of this country mm. and you meet someone from the UK, there is a certain kind of um, there is a certain kind of I guess, bonds that you can have with someone in that sense. But I feel it more, Mm. again, from a Londoner vibe. I feel if I meet someone from London, when I'm outside of the UK, then I'm like, yeah, oh my gosh, you're from London. What part of London are you from? I'm from the Primrose Hill area. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Let's let's not go back into that again. (laughs) But in terms of feeling um, (coughs) British, in terms of being British, I don't like... If someone, okay, th- okay, I know I'm waffling a bit now, but if some, mm. if we were somewhere and, you know, they had like one of those holiday entertainers and then he or she said, have we got any Brits in the house? <laughs> You're looking around the it, room. Would, would you feel like, would, would it would it immediately click in your brain no. that they're talking about, talking about you? It wouldn't for me. Whereas if I had, if, are there any Londoners in the house? Straight away you'd be like, yeah. do you know what I mean? If someone said, is there any Nigerians in the but Brits, it just, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's semantics. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Um, but yeah. So I, I don't know what it means to be to, to be proud to be British. I think I when, I, when I obviously, I look to media and stuff like that, when they start talking about things that, you know, are very British, British things. And like very, what? Just, I don't know, like things. Fish things, and chips. Yeah, just like. Just That's the only thing me, I can think like, of. Bog standard. Morris dancing, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> yes, maybe stuff like... Is that yeah. from Britain? I thought... Did I think it was... Yeah, from? it is, like, it's from here. Right, okay. Where I else is it from? from? I don't know. Maybe did I think it was kind from Norway or... I don't know where... Yeah, I, okay, dancing. right, right, right. And, like, just things I'm just, like, didn't actually grow up kind of around or knowing... Yeah, I, I know if, about if I them. think of indigenous Brits... At the moment, yeah. and by indigenous, I mean white. That's what I'm like. I'm I don't like... think. Or, I don't think that they think. I don't know. Maybe I need mm. to ask them. But I don't think that they really. You know, if you were to ask them, what is your culture about? I don't know that they'd be think. They'd be quoting Morris okay. dancing. Probably not. I'm just. I'm literally. I don't know. I'm literally just saying things that I know kind of relate to Britain off the top of my head. I think the like, problem is. You know what I think the problem is. I think that culturally. And historically, Great Britain Mm. has been the source of, you know, 
things such as the empire and all of that sort mm. of stuff. So for us, it's difficult to embrace that as a positive to say, well, yeah, yeah, Great Britain. Because if you're if you're historically honest about things, it's not it's not mm. it's not a cause for celebration in my mm-hmm. book. So it's difficult. So then you come to the new school. And the new school, what we see going on around us, are people, for me, such as Naomi Campbell. Mm. For me, one of the greatest models of all time. Shouts out to Naomi. If I met her, I'd probably start trembling because I love her. She's Jamaican. And she's right. from South. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's it. I don't even recognise her. I know that she's born here, but those are the first two things when I think about where Thank she's from. you. Those are the things that come. I'm sorry. Right. So I think about her. Check out my Instagram. I, I, I fans over Naomi. Mm. Blatantly, I fans for Naomi. Today, coming back through um, Oxford Circus Station, I walked onto the, the, um, the tube the what is it called the platform mm. <laughs> i walked onto the platform looked up poster of stormzy's new album yeah so i took a, i actually took a picture of it i'm gonna i'm gonna put Ghanaian. that on my instagram south Londoner. right <laughs> this is what i'm saying but the point that i'm mm. actually making about people like naomi mm. people like stormzy people people like black britons because i haven't really seen the appropriate celebration mm. for these people as Brits, as successful internationally, some of them renowned Brits. Yeah. We don't claim them because mm. they're British. You claim Naomi mm. because she's Jamaican mm. and she's from... So I claim Naomi because she's a black woman. Mm. My, my, um, like, the way that I relate to her... And why she, why I hold her dear to me is not because she's British. Mm-hmm. It's because she's black. Mm. She's a black woman. I don't think that there's been enough. The point I guess that I'm trying to make is I don't think that there's been enough celebration, recognition, inclusion of the various people at the moment who are making Britain Mm. what it is, who have got Britain on people's lips, people Mm. like Skepta. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. I think that's probably the problem as well. It's like, if you're not included, then why would I consider a part of what this is? Exactly. And then why would we... What I consider great isn't what you consider what has made Great Britain great. Right. So we've got two different Britons here that we're talking about. Right. You know. So, and, and... and then again, the one that we're relating to, are we re- relating to it because it's Britain or are we relating to it because it's our people? Do you see uh, what I'm yeah, saying? So yeah. I'm relating to Skepta again. Mm. I should be talking about, yeah, 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 he's a Brit, I'm a Brit. And you don't mm. feel like that. It's, it, he's Nigerian, I'm black, mm. he's black. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. There's not, I guess what I'm saying is that there's not that... I don't feel that there's that recognition of them as Brits Mm. that makes me then relate to that of, oh, I'm one of them too. And this is 
you know, cool Britannia. It don't work for me. <laughs> when they were doing all that, you know, back in the days when Tony Blair swept into power and it was all cool Britannia and he was, you know, having tete-a-tetes with, I think, the Gallagher brothers and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. They were being touted as, you know, um, cool Britons. And then you have... You have people in various circles that are always touted as great British exports and stuff like that. But when it comes to people, I think that look like us, I don't think they get that recognition. Mm. And so that doesn't that doesn't encourage me and it doesn't persuade me to think of myself as a Brit. Mm. Does that kind no, of like make sense? I hear what you're saying. I feel like we have a shared experience as well, like people of colour, which is totally different from what the 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 norm what they consider the normal british experience and i think that's why we kind of have an understanding of what it means to be black and british or being a a person of color and british which which i feel like if you're maybe white and middle class you won't understand that at all so that's what i'm saying if you're you're, you're being historically honest about things a part of the older generation's experience of of Britain mm. is we came here and they didn't like us. They mm. told us no, no, no blacks, no dogs, no Irish. Mm. That was part of, that was their British experience. My British experience has been, I, I don't feel, you've, I've never seen anywhere you actually trying to include me. I don't see you trying to include me mm. in your we casting have to fight our TV ways, program. Fight our I ways. don't see you including <laughs> the kind of music that I listen to or comes from my background. I don't see you including me visually anywhere. Mm. So what, how, how am I going to be proud to be British? How's that? Where's that pride going to come from? Not just from the words. Mm. It can't just be from the purple passport. Do you understand what I mean? So where 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 does it derive from? And even... Victoria Beckham. Okay. We need to we can have another discussion about, you know, being given the order of the British Empire and yeah. what that reminiscing what about mm. what that means because there are some people of colour who don't who haven't accepted such a order. There are mm. some who have. Mm. And you know, I have I have thoughts about that, but that's maybe a different discussion for another show. But again, what I you know, I don't relate to her as part of my british experience Mm. so it's kind of okay so in a short answer i don't know what it means to be proud to be british i don't know what it means to be proud to be british and i think Mm. of uh, if we dealt with the older generation and then our kind of generation think of the younger generation and the Mm. younger black generation or not just the younger black generation the younger moroccan generation Mm. the younger eritrean generation the younger philippine generation what what do they have at the moment? Those people whose parents are of those kind of the, from those mm. countries that I've just spoken about and more and others. But they've been that. born here. What do they have that tells them that they're British, they're welcome, yeah. they're included, they're part of the society, they're the stars of the future? What do they? Ha- where do they I have think that? that? They would. I think the the younger generation would consider consider themselves British, but when you ask them. You know, what does that mean? They'll probably reel off a whole list of things and that wouldn't be reflective of what, you know, the standard 
what it means to be British, according yeah. to, you know, middle class white people, people yeah. read the Daily Mail, you know, the, the conservative Theresa May people of this world, they'd be like, oh, no, because they for them, they've probably defined it themselves. Mm. And as they live in a totally different world, mm. their world is that that is what represents Britain. Mm. And I feel like with this general election coming around, there's a certain, you know, stronghold in the UK, if you like, that doesn't like the fact that these people for who have parents who are not originally from here mm. have this idea of what Britain is mm. to, to them that is scary mm. but that is how that is how they are that's how they've they've grown up and I feel like that's what they would like to change mm. hence why let's leave the EU let's get our country back let's let's do this let's do that Platform. that's what that that is all about so for mm. me when you start talking about things like you know what what is it like to be British I'm see I have to reflect back to this referendum and how they kind of sold it falsely to people mm. and they based it primarily on immigration i'm 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 a product of of immigrants yeah mm. so when i'm seeing that what, you, what you're actually saying to me that actually nah it doesn't matter if you're, you're the here. problem yeah i <laughs> yeah. am the problem yeah you're not british mm. so that but you want me to be proud of that mm. you're out of order Mm. give me something to be proud of then it's like you've asked when you when i think about britain and when you think about as you said the history of this country mm. you've spent a vast majority of the time on this earth going around to other countries and just taking what you want mm. taking off asking you're not even asking just tech 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 mm. and then you have the barefaced cheek to tell people to go home and all of this nonsense or mm. you've built this nation off of the back of immigrants and the working class mm. and that is the black bottom line mm. you know so when i when when i don't that's why i don't make statements like i'm proud to be british because i know the real behind behind it i know that history behind yeah. it and if that's what you want me to say then i will go to my deathbed not ever saying it yeah. because i don't feel proud of that of i that really history, don't yeah 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 it'd be it'd be definitely interesting going forward uh, seeing what what the new the new generations coming through mm into into adulthood into young adulthood where the, where they place themselves because I, I truly think and it's, i know it's going off on a tangent again it should, perhaps should be another subject for mm. another show that i think some of the um, crime that we see going on um with youngsters in particular obviously um violent crime yeah um specifically talking about comes from if not expressly I do think that there is a pinch of the fact that they don't have a feeling of worthiness. Mm. Mm. And so if you don't have a feeling of worthiness about you, how are you going to recognize worth in another person? Mm. And if you can't recognize worth in yourself and in another person, you can do anything to anyone. Mm. And I do. that's why I say there, there is a part of that. There's nothing out there. I don't think that there's any, any visible sign, media, entertainment, film, program, adverts, scene that says to young people of colour or young people of immigrant parents, mm. we like you. You're part of this. Yeah. We 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 value you. You are you are a valuable part of British society. 
there's a whole lot of othering that goes on mm. in so many different ways. There's a whole lot of othering that goes on when it comes to young people who fall into the categories that I've just said. Not a lot of welcoming and inclusion and, you know, going full circle. When I see Stormzy's massive poster mm. in Oxford Circus Tube Station, none, no less, of course I've got to take a picture of it. Of course me way past my teenage years because yeah. we know what it means way past like, my 20s it's not, it's not an I everyday occurrence it's not even a regular recurrence it's like wow i want to take a picture you of that because i want to i want to remember it mm. i want to i want to savor it i want to gram it so that other people can see it as well because mm. i know what it means to me and then hopefully it means he's creating something for people that look like him mm. to be able to say that's what i belong to mm. that's what i'm part of and then when that his music gets the proper recognition in the right you know award ceremonies etc yeah. etc another subject another show that's where inclusion comes from because he's up there he's at i watched his coachella set mm. it was amazing you know yeah. right so then he's his type of music are in mainstream award shows. Mm. Not no other. That's the othering that it's not no other award Some shows. Some little tent in the back. It's not no, <laughs> yeah. it's not that. It's not about mobos. Mm. It's about if it's the Brits, this is a this is a a, 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 a genre person, of yeah. British music mm. being made by British born people. When you start doing that as a matter of course, mm. not after some uproar and some hashtag business, then, then people know. might start feeling included. Alright, cool. All right, so let us know your thoughts on both of the subjects, yeah. May, and whether or not you feel proud to be British. Please use the email address. As What's the email address? Two girls. How do you do the two? And a mic. The number two. Thank you. Girls and a mic. It's not. Is it not? <laughs> it's two girls podcast. Because you keep at gmail.com. I don't. Oh, man, it's the number two girls <laughs> podcast. At gmail.com. So yeah, two one. girls podcast at gmail.com. Oh, can I say you should be sliding our DMs. Shouts out to Miss Dixon on Twitter, who I met at the charity Did you? Um, event. Yeah. And she was like, Oh, you Lala. I was like, Yeah. She was like, Oh my God, I'm a really big fan of your show. You and she's she are really she's funny. A, a, so I was like, Oh, thanks. So yes, yeah, no, she actually fan. came up and she was like, oh, Hi. I love that. She was like, Thanks. And there was another lady with her, and I've, I'm really sorry, I've forgotten your name. It's been a long week, but um, I do remember you saying hello and they came with their kids and everything. So yeah, shout out to them. I love that. Shout outs to Miss Dixon. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, oh she's God, a super fan. Lovely. No, she's really That's sweet. love. So I was really pleased to have met her. So yeah. So anyway, I was going to do a One's reality bad. TV oh. rundown. Oh. I don't know oh. if you're up to date with the the shenanigans of Real Housewives and the nonsense that started with the reunion. But we can wait because Let's it's only wait. episode one. I'm telling you. And we'll do the rundown when they... Because it's four episodes, Yeah, babes. Let's do a halfway yeah. point. And I can't two. even get into Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. I've just gone off it nope. now. It's too much. Nastiness. So we'll do that yeah. when they've done their four episodes. So in four weeks, you'll hear us like speaking and giving our opinion on that. But can I just ask about TV? Yeah. Is no one watching Line of Duty? What the hell is that? Oh my gosh. Let me just tell you, if there's anyone out there that is watching Line of Duty, you need to email me personally. Just put Line of Duty in the subject because I, I need people to talk. It's a police drama. I need 
people to talk to about this program. It is Litty. It's on BBC One. Yeah. Sundays at nine. Is it UK or is it US? It's UK. Yeah. It is. Sandy Newton's in it this season. You have to go back to season one. Let me just tell you what happened, right? So I saw... This program, Line of Duty, was coming on. It's got Thandie Newton in it. Obviously, I quite like Thandie. I thought, you know what? Let me watch the program. I watched episode one. I said, my good gods, what is this? What have I been missing? So I happened to speak to one of my friends and he was like, don't you know about Line of Duty? Mm. Like, seriously, don't you know about season one, season two, season three? I was like, yo, I've never seen this program before. So he said, season one and two is on UK Netflix, which it is. So I went back and watched season one. Mm. I realised that actually I had watched it. It had Lenny James in it. um, And it was fantastic. Go um, back and watch season Lenny one. James doesn't get enough ratings right. as an actor. He's amazing. So it was six, six episodes, one hour each. Then obviously I've binge watched season two. Season two's off the easy. I'm mm. like, what in God's name is this program and how have I missed it? Then I was, do you know what? I was actually getting so tired on some of these days. It was like yeah. some of my time off. Back to back to it with season three. Season three had... Some moments, and this is, remember, this is television. Mm. Season three had some moments where I was out of my seat, Mm. shouting like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Oh my gosh. Like, if you ever watch the police interviews, the final police interview in season three, (laughs) don't, no one can't tell me that that is not award-winning television. It is, Mm. it was amazing. So anyway watched that and then continued watching season four i'm up to date on season four i'm screwing that i have to watch season four week by week because i need to just (laughs) i just want to binge watch it every time it finishes on some cliffhanger i'm like so anyway my bottom line is please somebody be watching line of duty because i need someone to twerk to about this show i need to be able to talk to your friend that was like we've done talks i need a support group i don't think you understand (laughs) me (laughs) so please people like email us in it just tell us tell us what you're watching Mm-mm. We should do a TV critic. Should um, do. We could bit. do one. Yeah. So tell us what you're watching. Email us anyway. Yeah. Two girls podcast at gmail.com. Okay, cool. All right, let's go into One's Gotta Go. Okay. So mm-hmm. this go. week go. I've got some R and B groups out here for you to get rid of. Hit me. Hit okay, me. Okay, so the first one, let me get through them first before you start jumping out your seat. But you know what I'm gonna say once Just I get stop. Let me do it because the people at home want to play too, Shezza. Okay. Alright? Alright, alright. Okay, so the first one is Joe to see. Not going nowhere. The second one <laughs> is 112. Okay, right. The third one is intro. Right, right. The fourth one is Jagged Edge. Mm-hmm. Fifth one is H Town. Oh my gosh. Okay. And yeah, then no, that's the fifth one is Boys to Men. ABC, BBD. Mm. <laughs> okay, all right. So can we start? Wait, it's not ABC and BBD. It's just West Cement. I just oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. We just added that because we got carried away. Okay, right. Okay. Can I start? Can yeah, I go just on. start? Because I stand by my opening phrase. Jodeci mm. are not going anywhere. In fact, La, do you know what? Don't even put them on this list in the future. <laughs> Thank you. Jodeci are definitely not going anywhere. Okay, so let me tell you why not. 
if there are any <laughs> scientists, mathematicians, or songwriters out there, can someone tell me there? I swear to you, <laughs> you see, cry for you. There is some mathematical scientific perfection about that tune. That cry for you to me is like is perfection in an R and B tune. Mm-hmm. So, Lady, I'm telling you, <laughs> we cannot lose that song. We cannot look. Look, Jodeci was a format. Jojo on the first verse. <laughs> Casey. Oh, my back. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you see, I'm hitting nerves. I'm hitting nerves. I'm getting it. You see, I can't believe you're back this way. I'm going to sit back a bit. But ain't it true what I'm saying? No, you know it's yeah, true. actually an idiot. Go, it's go on. so true. It's like seriously, <laughs> Jojo uh, in with the sweet vocals. Casey comes in with the rough whiskey uh, sounding, you know, voice box, killing it. What's that one? Devante <laughs> producing Producer, or whatever. Mister Dalvin, pretty boy, just looking good there, <laughs> playing the drums every now and then. See what I'm saying. Doing BVs, <laughs> that whole combination of talent mm. made some tunes that I'm sure punctuated so many United's babies that are actually right? a direct result of Jodeci. I'm telling you, let's be real. I even know of boys called Devante. Yeah, many a boy <laughs> called Devante. Right, called Devante. Do you see what I'm saying? That like Jodeci, we cannot lose Jodeci, and I'm telling you, I would keep Jodeci just for just for cry for you, <laughs> just if that was their only tune. Everything else was wackadocious. We would still have that. <laughs> yeah, Casey, come on now. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so Jodeci can't leave, and wait, also, wait, wait. can I just wait, wait, give wait. you? <laughs> Don't talk. Just listen. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> held the mic to get to my. Yeah. <laughs> But it's true. <laughs> Those, that's what I'm saying. Those oh. little bits, they can't leave. But can I just say yeah. one last thing about Joe Singh? That Cry For You video, you know when mm. they're like on the mountains yeah. with open tops and stuff? That was, I'm not, I'm just, you know, I'm not even embarrassed to admit it because it was like a moment. For me, watching that as a young girl, that was the first time I was like, oh my God. Oh, I felt all like fluttery mm. and stuff. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I've never had this reaction before. <laughs> you know, it was like, it really was. I, it stands out to me the, as... The special thing about Jodeci is that the girls like them and the boys love them too. The boys actually wanted to be Jodeci because they weren't that regular R&B group. They had that kind of hip-hop swag about them as well and they could sing like... Yep. They, they were singing R, like yep. classic R&B want to get you into bed type yeah. songs and everything but they just had this street edge to them which is yeah. which was their niche which yeah. is why they blew because it's like boy if you can they get everybody on side diary of a mad band yeah. come on classic mm. don't even speak to me how can we lose that body of work so mm-hmm. jodeci definitely staying so we're at one to one one twelve room one twelve where the play is twelve okay yeah um they were 
They were a, they were a moment, and they were a sound, and I liked them. Mm. I definitely thought, who was it? It's Slim's whose Slim's voice really voice carries is it. Just, oh. but I you definitely you hear like, it. You know, it's him. Like, yeah, very. I definitely like. Um, one twelve. Only you, mm. definitely. I'm not losing that track. Is it part three? That's the album where they're all in black. I don't. That's know. the one that I, I bought. And if I look at it now, like the case is just smashed to bits because is I that played an early, it so okay, much. Did that come before or after Peaches and Cream? No, Peaches and Cream is on that album. Is on that. Okay, yeah. all right. Because I remember that I specific. I think it's part specifically three. remember yeah. that tune being. I think I would say that that's almost like midway because after mm. that, what did they do? That was to me that was their one album. Now, so this yeah. this was the shit. After that, it's kind of went downhill. But mm. that era, yeah, and then only you and certain um, tracks Wait, that Slim what is did this with numbers oh, in your pocket. Come on, man! How could that, that come was my on, jam. man? That's what I'm saying. And it's even jam. even the beat. And when like, it came seriously, in. Seriously, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a tune. It's a tune. We're not losing that. It's part three. I'm sure that's the album. We're not losing that. Um, that alone, that save to me will save one twelve. Yeah, and also because there, there was this, um, there was this um, interlude that Slim and Faith Evans did on one of their albums. Mm. And then they extended it into a song. And to me, it was just so fantastic. And I love it. Um, something like why can't you stay with me for just a while do you remember because if you leave you'll take you a piece off. of me no you're such a fucking hater <laughs> I'm leaving now I'll turn these mics yeah, off sorry the hour I was talking about is part three it's part <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Oh dear. So wait, they that. wait, they had five albums. The album I'm referring to is part three, which was released in 2001. So what were the two albums that followed that? Because I just feel like that the one was after their that peak. was called Pleasure and Pain. Yeah, that no, was No, I do remember that. I do remember Pleasure part and Pain. Part three was their peak album. I didn't Pleasure really... and Pain had Peaches and Cream on it. No, it didn't. Are you sure? Yeah, because I part part three, I have that and it's got Check Peaches the playlist and Cream. for it. So what yeah, okay, so what was the standout track of look, um, Dance With Me? It's oh, and it's over now. Yeah, okay, so Peaches that, and Cream's on there. That, that album, but what the, what's the playlist for the one that comes after that, Pleasure and Pain? Because then I'm think, thinking I that is when that they was kind a big of album. Yeah, let, let I'm this go. That, what if you already you already know? Uh, 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 uh. No, so I don't know. Jam. <laughs> that was a jam. Um <laughs> Last to know. Yeah, so I think you're right. That yeah. part three part was three peak was 112 the, moment. Yeah. Room but that's good enough. Good. That's good enough. Where the We're not losing that. Okay. Now let me skip intro, Jagged Edge and H-Town because they're going to have to battle it out if they want a place in the final. Because let me tell you who's not going. <laughs> let me tell you who's not going. <laughs> like this is the Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, they it. are duke it out. <laughs> Boys to men ain't going. No, no they place. Can't. You can't. They're no like, place. They're like Jodeci. Like, Come on, man. Their harmonies. Come probably, on, I would, I'm actually feel quite comfortable in saying that Boys to Men probably be one of the best Vocalist, vocalist I'm you. on this planet. Honestly. They're like not going ever. anywhere. Like, like ever. Yeah. For for real, for real, for real. Boys to men are staying. Even even that that deep voiced one, mm. he even can stay. 
I mean, he didn't do much apart from the yeah. deep voice. But do you know he got really like out of pocket with them towards the end? Like he wanted more money and everything. For and they, what? They For just doing out. that big baritone. Yeah, there. apparently, isn't it? That's why, dude. That's why they became a free piece. Because he was doing the most. Because they didn't need him with anymore. the least. It's like, bro, we can get a voiceover person. Yeah. <laughs> There's lots out there that can. Remember this talking bit that he Listen. does on the end of the road. Yeah. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> I can't remember where it goes. But that was his contribution. And doom, 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 doom. Like with technology, yeah, you can literally virtually. Come on, man. They can bring my voice down right, that deep. Exactly. So, boy, but boys to men, seriously, they're not going. Yeah. Can't so do now, that. intro, dun, 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 da, da. Jagged Edge. Can't get rid of that. I'm telling you. <laughs> Motown feeling. No da, 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 da. way. <laughs> so intro, have you seen the dance that those kids do? Yeah, it's so, so good. So good. Oh, bless them. Really, really They good. know the 90s was a bit. And it really, do you know what? I, I watched it one day and it really just gives you that vibe. It's, it's good, like, Good yeah. old energy, yeah. So we're talking about, if you haven't seen it, there's these group of kids that do um, a dance to Motown Philly, Boys to Men's mm. Motown Philly on, I saw on Facebook check it out mm. so intro Jagged Edge and H-Town let me be real with you I can just about squeeze Jagged Edge into into you know the camp why is that leaving just because okay let me tell you about you see about all these three mm. I'm mayor with all of them I'm like meh can I just make an argument for intro right I was listening to Ace's R&B podcast the other day mm-hmm. And um, I think somebody, somebody did mention, it was based on the albums, like best albums of the 90s, yeah, R&B albums. Oh. And I think they had their little top 10, mm. which, you know, is debatable, mm. as many things are. And then somebody's like, oh, intro. Mm. And I was thinking about their album. And I was thinking about the lead singer, whose name's Kenny, is it Kenny Anderson? Ken, no, that's a basketball player I'm talking about. His name's Kenny something. Anyway, mm. his voice, when he did Ribbon in the Sky, mm. I'm like, this is a Stevie Wonder classic. classic. You can't feel. touch this and get it wrong. Mm. To me, that's probably one of the best covers yeah. of that that I've I've heard. You might be right. And the album that is the album that, that is on is like, and I think. It's just it's amazing that the whole album is dope, and I was like, oh, I forgot. To-. And I, the reason why now, I for forgot that one tune is because Kenny he passed away. Oh, did he? Yeah, he died. He died. So they didn't really reach to the upper echelons of R and B status that they could have because his voice is just banging. Mm. And every time I hear "Ribbon in the Sky," it just it gives me chills. <coughs> yeah. Who sang "Pretty Brown Eyes"? Is it them? No, it was um, was it Raphael Sadiq? No, Tony, Tony, Tony. Pretty brown, like mean condition. Oh yeah, mean condition. Yeah. So for me, I'm just like, like, a, like we've Tony, won. Tony, Tony on here. Oh, because that, the list would have gone on forever. I ain't got true, time for that. True, true. But yeah, for me, I'm just like that alone. Just like it kills me. Like you know what I was saying about um, one twelve having that. Yeah, that that one seminal album yeah, that yeah, kind of yeah. saved them. I know it's only one single. No, 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 but, but it's, it's, it's actually just like, like I want to lose it. Yeah, remember when we were talking about moments yeah, in time? Yeah, to me, yeah. that is it. And that man's voice, and like I said, had he not passed away in the untimely way that he did, I just believe intro would have solidified Who's their place in R&B history. I'm going to need you to stop. <laughs> I Are you singing? You. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask for bite your She's like, mm, in the sky. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's my argument for intro. Right. So I'm just like I'm still deciding whether or not I would pick them over H Town and Jagged Edge. Let me tell you what I always felt about H Town. Right. 
I just felt like H-Town were just trying to be too Jodeci-ish. <laughs> and it kind of put me off them, you to be You need to honest. listen to the R&B podcast because there's a huge debate between Jodeci mm. and H-Town in Come terms on, which of which of album, which of their albums makes the top 10. Go listen to it because you're going to tear down Out the Out of Jodeci and H-Town. Yes. Come on, that's these a are the way, These are from DJs as well, you oh, know. Oh, get, <laughs> get out of here. I don't rate none of you. I, I rate you, Ace, but I don't rate none of you. Stop it. <laughs> They, they put something up what against Diary of a Mad Band. Go and listen. I would advise you to go and listen. Is it, to it against Diary of a Mad Band? Because then I'm, I'm telling you, it's madness. To it. I'm gonna next time. I'm gonna win that podcast. You will. Oh, kicking the door, <laughs> <laughs> waving the four four. Who's in here disrespecting Josie? Don't start with me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Shadow and I were talking about the other day. Like, bruv, I don't know what they were smoking in that room. But Spice. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's that. So yeah. So anyway, that's my point about um, H Town and Jodeci. But um. So yeah, I hear what you're now. saying about the Jodeci thing, but they they got some tracks like Nice and Slow. And I loved um, Rain. Rain. I knew you were going to say that. Rain down. I know some babies were made to that. To the, to the, to no, the that room. was a jam still. Let me Come on now. Don't that, was jam. That, was jam. that was a jam. That was a jam. That was a jam. Okay. But it's not, you know what the thing is? As, as a jam... Okay, so we've got we've we've brought intro in. Mm. As a jam, it doesn't make me feel like I should pick you over the other last one left, which is Jagged Edge. They're both like they're both like mm, whatever, man. You lot sort it out between yourself and then come and ask. Me. <laughs> you can't move to argue like about you, the two You two groups sort it out between yourself. Okay, so then you let's do this. It's between Jagged Edge and H Town. So between the two of them, who's got to go? I could lose either and just not okay. even lose any sleep. So, wow, we have a, a, a tie mm. officially. Like if they, if if both of their bodies of work were just to go, I'd just yeah. be like, oh well. Is <laughs> what it is. No, let me let me say. Let me actually breaks. actually actually. If I'm gonna, if there has to be something that pips something else to the post, mm. I have to be realistic and say, if a jagged edge track, one of their good tracks, came on the radio, ding. Or if a H-Tan track came on the radio, which one would I definitely listen to and not be like, mm, let me just change this over. I'd choose Jagged Edge. That's what just came to me. Okay. I'd really stick on Jagged Edge. Jagged Edge would stay on the radio. H-Tan would get... I'd maybe listen to half the song and then mm. I'd just be like, oh, come All on. All right then, so... H-Town gotta go. He gotta go. Kenny Green, that's his name. Sorry for the intro. Kenny Green, I do apologize. Rest in peace. Yeah, man. But anyway, that's it. You gotta go. Has gotta go. So we gotta move on to the next one because I got go. I got to catch a train. Okay. But anyway, so we've got a letter in. Okay, so it says, Dear ladies, which would be us. Um, I've been with my boyfriend for one year and I've noticed noticed a pattern beginning to occur in our relationship. Just like most couples, we had the usual three to six months honeymoon period and things were great. Great sex, great convo. And we were both fairly social with things like going out, etc, etc. Of late, I have noticed that there seems to be um, he seems to be making. I seem to be making all of the suggestions in regards to what we should do, like going out you know, you know, just general activities. His lack, of, his lack of effort has now even extended to the bedroom. I'm not sure if this means that he's getting bored of the relationship, but I'm finding it a bit stressful having to take the lead in every aspect of our relationship. Dolan. I'm not sure how to best deal with this situation. Please, can you help? 
Yep. <laughs> Let me just get straight into it. One, I don't feel like you having to make the lead, take the lead with certain things means that he's bored. Mm. I think it might mean that he's become complacent. Um, but only you will be, you know, people need to really get in tune with energy. As they say, men lie, women lie, numbers don't lie. For mm. me, it's men lie, women lie, energy don't lie. Right. My energy sensor is, you know, it's just so remarkable. It's unbelievable sometimes. Like, you will know if he is being kind of like lackadaisical because, but he's still being loving. Yeah. You still have great conversations. You know, it's more of a, Netflix and chill relationship as opposed to a, you know, concert and rave and whatever, whatever outside mm. of the house. You will, you have to ask yourself, what is the vibe that I'm getting? Am I doing all of this and he don't really want to spend time with me or is it just, he's just, he's just cool and content not doing stuff. So he's in that mode maybe where he's, you know, he's good. He's happy. We're like, we're together. We don't, he doesn't, maybe, he, maybe he doesn't feel like he needs to court you right. anymore. So I feel like it's not a problem until you communicate it to him. But firstly, you have to ask yourself, what is the vibe that you're getting? Because if the vibe that you're getting is he don't really want to be around you. Like maybe you're saying, babe, should we go out this Friday? Nah, I'm going out with my boys. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're going to be around this Saturday? Nah, I'm playing football. Okay, so on Sunday, should we go church together? Nah, 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 I've got to go around my mum's. Then that's different from, babe, what should we do this Friday? I don't know. Why don't we just stay in? Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a different vibe. So you've got to try and work out what the vibe is that you're feeling. Is it kind of like no effort or is it kind of comfortability? And if you if if it's the former, no effort, then you need to broach it anyway. Mm. But that's saying something different than if it's the latter, which is more comfortability. And you can still broach that and just be like, I really would like you to continue dating me. Yeah. Because it's an important part of a relationship. There has to be consistent dating. I'm not saying it has to be every week, but there has to be some time where you guys enjoy each other's company outside of just... you get In the house. From, yeah, you get so back from work. You're sitting dinner. down, you're just eating dinner, sleep, wake up, work, mm. that same. Do you see what I'm saying? So I feel like it might not be a problem, but you need to work out what the vibe is. Mm -hmm. And also, I was, you know, being perhaps a bit facetious, but it's true. Like you've said here um, that... I'm I'm finding it a bit stressful having to take the lead with every aspect of our relationship. Going out and having to make the take the lead sexually is not every aspect. It can't be every aspect of your relationship. Mm. So are you do you, were you literal when you were saying every aspect of your relationship? Because if again, if it's like we don't even talk Andy. <laughs> you know the ones there, there's no convo, there's no Maybe There's no it is. canoodling. Maybe she's like, boy, like, 
you know, first it was the goat, you know, going out. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, we're not going out so much. And yeah. then it might be, you know, when other little things kind of sleep yeah. in and it might not seem that big of a deal, but then you start to realize, wow, hang on a minute. This is getting more and more regular. Yeah. And then it extends to the bedroom and it's like, okay, so yeah. what? Now it's here now as well. Yeah. Maybe he is bored. I don't know. I think I always, as we always say, communication is key. key. You need to chat to I your man. The keys, the key, the key. Sorry, P- sorry. Papa, do, even if you have to bust in the room singing yeah. that song to him, do it. Like, you know, if the relationship is worth saving to you, yeah. sit him down and say, bruv, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. when we first got into this, you were on it. And now yeah. you're not so much on it. Feels like you're not on it. Yeah, so mate, it might be a thing where he's like, he doesn't even realise that he's doing it. He's yeah. like, oh, babe, thanks for telling me. Like, yeah, I yeah, will try yeah. and do better. Yeah. Or, it, you, you know? know, it might be something like, there might be something going on in his life. Yeah. There might be stuff going on at work. You know, guys can be very uncommunicative very. about stuff like that. And it just, it manifests and festers in different ways. Mm. Like, you know, a stress at work can lead to, you know, being moody and ha- moody at home. Meanwhile, you'll be thinking, why is he being moody with me? Mm. Because he's going through it at work. So there needs to be, yeah, there needs to be that communication and trying to work out as well. Look at it. Step back from the situation. Take your ego and your feelings out of it and step back and feel like, what, and ask yourself, what does it feel like? Because trust me, I'm, I'm, I am a super duper proponent of saying that for me anyway, my intuition is second to none. Mm. My intuition is my superpower. Honestly, honestly. Yeah. And sometimes we tune ourselves out to right? intuition, especially women. Like, I think our intuition is second to none, but we Telling also me. have a mechanism in our brain when we're kind of in love it. with someone and we just kind of, oh, no, no, let me just ignore that. And then mm. halfway down the road, we're like, oh, shit. Mm-mm-mm. I should have listened to what mm. I was initially thought in the yeah. first place. Yeah. Always, always. But yeah. You know, again, it's, it's about look, that's, that, and and again, that's that's part of ego. I don't mean mm. in that maybe not the colloquial sense, but it's like the, the reason why I say ego is because then you think you that part of yourself tries to override <sighs> that tune, that tuned in part of yourself. You're like, do you know what I mean? You almost yeah. quash it. And I do think that comes from from operating from a place outside of your own spirit. Do you see what I'm saying? That's yeah. why I call it ego because you're operating outside of your own spirit. You're not listening to what your spirit's actually telling you. Mm. You just kind of think, mm. and then you go, what right? Mean, right? Shoulder shrug. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> and then you just, yeah, then you find yourself, like you said, further down the road and it's like you can't even really be honest and say to yourself how we got how did we get here because mm. you know how you got there by ignoring we the signs even talk thank you <laughs> so you don't so want to be in that situation like talk to your man in it yeah talk to him yeah, definitely it has to be well that. if he's not doing anything clearly you can just trap him in a room and just he's, he's not going nowhere so and you know that. the thing is as well you know, it's always difficult because I don't know how old you are and you're talking about it's a boyfriend of one year. To me, I don't know, maybe it's just a Nigerian in me. I'm like, after a year, y'all mm. should be having some some big conversations mm. about where this shit is going. You're worrying about you don't take you out on a Friday night. Mm. You'd be worried about more than that. <laughs> what is he? Are you, two, you people are doing that. Are you still doing boyfriend, boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Is this still boyfriends by this age? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. So anyway, we don't, we don't, I don't know how old you are. So I was just joking all about all of that. Mm. Obviously you take things at your own pace, but um, yeah, communicate. 
Yeah. We always boil down to that on our relationship Because that's all, all that I just like the letters that we get, I'm just like, do you not do people not talk to each other? Mm. I've been single for too long anyway, so <laughs> maybe you don't listen to me. Oh, it so, all seems so easy from the yeah. outside. At least you got a man, girl. At least you got a man. Look on the bright side. They ain't doing <laughs> shit, but at least you got one. <laughs> Oh, Lord, don't, 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 don't. Right, so let's move on to the last segment of the show. Yeah, Shady Corner. Okay, so this is one that's kind of close to my heart, and I meant to bring it up last week, but I totally forgot because there's a lot going on. But I want to talk about Facebook and Instagram. So clearly they're connected now. Mark Zuckerberg owns everything, yeah? Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you heard about that crazy guy who shot this poor man. Yeah. On Facebook Live because his girlfriend dumped him. Yeah, so apparently he said he killed. He's killed other people and everything. He's since obviously killed himself, as I suspected that situation would end. But my point is this: if you lot don't know, my um, Instagram page was ceremoniously taken down. They still haven't brought that back. No, they haven't brought it back. And I've been messaging them and everything. They've just totally ignored all of my messages, not answering me. And I'm just like, what is this? That's crazy. So Wesley Snipes actually tweeted a tweeted a message the other day saying it's really odd that you can get your account suspended and taken down for posting something that they consider copyright infringement but yet you've got this madman mm. on your on your site mm. killing somebody in live format but you want to take my page down mm. for copyright infringement what are you doing i think the danger of it is though I think the the difference and the danger of it is that that Facebook Live feature um, is, I I would imagine it would be difficult to police because if I literally, I don't Mm. run Facebook on my phone. So if I want to go into Facebook on my phone, I have to open it as a web page. I don't want the app on my phone because I don't like all that connectivity and stuff. But um, if I pull out my phone now, put it on Facebook Live, and then just do some something ridiculous. It's, you can't account for it. Whereas mm. if I record that, or if that's a video clip, and I put it up there, and it's just there, and then it takes them however long to come to it, mm. they come to it, they see it, then they make the judgment call and yeah. take it down and shut it down. I just think I think that Facebook Live um, thing is going to be is difficult to manage, difficult to please, and I think this whole situation with that mm. man that did that, that killed someone on Facebook Live. Yeah should make them rethink but that's what i'm saying like don't have it then if you don't have it totally under wraps because that i was like i i felt like i was watching a movie when i first saw i didn't i thought it was like just just a random tandem how did he kill the video he just went up to him and shot him and say i want you to say his ex-girlfriend's name stop stop and this old man is like literally like what are you like what so he says to the woman they no, 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 don't stop. No, just, okay, just, but anyway, that's yeah. how it was. It was like that literally watching awful. a film and it was awful. And it's my point. I'm just like, I don't even have a page. I don't I, I don't do anything. There's I wish like I hadn't asked hundreds, you that that maybe thousands so of like social media sites who post various videos of music artists and whatever all day, every day, and it's up there running, and you come to my little deadbeat site and you just like decided to suspend the whole thing. Nothing. They're not even talking to me. So I'm like, you know what? You need to go and sort out your yeah. business. I don't someone was asking me if I'm gonna re, um redo it again. I don't know if I want to because I, I just feel so peed off about the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, I get you. I get you. So I so think... it's like bun you lot, man. Like you, you pick and choose. Like you like Teresa May, man. You just pick and choose what you want to say and what you want to do. So who are we putting in shady? Insta. In um, both of them, they can all do Insta, one. Facebook. They're owned by the same person, Mark. You can sod off. You got your billions out there, but I can't it's even Facebook have an Instagram Insta. page. And WhatsApp as well. They it's own too much. everything. They own it all. It's too much. Like I've already like I'm, that's why I don't like and all you people that run it off your phones and then remember that time when they started updating people's names mm. in people's phone books and it was just like that's what was just that crazy. About? I just yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, okay, so, so they're cheap. all in uh you know I'm getting so tired, it's like my brain's turning off. They're, they're, they're all in corner. shady they corner. Off, Who are we putting into a long the list. First off, congrats to Serena Williams. You are oh, the G O A T. My, my girl babe. is twenty weeks pregnant. Can we just do some mathematical equations today, yeah. my friend? Okay. Do you realize that she was pregnant when she won her last? Wait, what? Yep. If anybody has anything to say in about Serena Williams, do you know we always talk about them commentators who love to chat my girl's name every time? Like, oh, Serena needs to do this. Oh, Serena's not playing enough. But yet she she wins everything. You know she what? even wins it with a whole human being inside of her, but yet you've got something to <laughs> whoa, say. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not a whole human being. <laughs> <No. laughs> well, more whoa, or less. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, it's no, a couple of you. cells now. <laughs> but at the, but do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a baby inside of her. Can I say, also, I was reading today's Guardian online and there was a um, uh, an, an, an article mm. by someone who wrote oh, and said, me. I just want to give you the name of it. Oh, yeah. Serena Williams's victory while pregnant reminds us how amazing our bodies are. And as soon as I read that, I thought, mm. no, no, no. What you mean is Serena Williams's <laughs> victory while pregnant reminds us how amazing her body well, is, is yeah. reminds us how amazing she is, mm. and let us never forget, forget that it. fact. Thank you. Yes, I was just out here winning tournaments. What were you doing? Winning. What were you doing? What were you doing? What I was, doing? I was with Charles. Yeah. Winning oh, I was Grand back, Slam tournament. Eating Watsits, watching you play, Serena. That's what I was you. doing. I do love a good Watsit. I know. It's just, I know you do. I told you about my nephew and how he feels about what's it. Okay, so what eight-year-old nephew for those of you no, that don't, don't know? I'm gonna put him in shady corner you, for this. Because that is so Callum, funny. You're in Callum shady corner. Cannot work what's it because of the residue that comes off the crisps. So his hands residue. are shaped like claws when after he finishes eating them because <laughs> he wants the residue off, like literally shaped like a claw, like looking at me like, Auntie, Auntie, what do I do? Go and wash your hands if you don't like. Oh, I love really the holding his hand like, don't touch me. I've got cheesy what's it fingers. Can I put another food food item in? Into the light. What's that? So you know proper corn, popcorn. Proper proper, proper corn. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So a brand of, of already popped popcorn. Tell me, someone come and talk to me about the cinnamon flavor. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> uh, the cinnamon. Fla- so I went to. Um, I was at Kingston Crown Court, so I popped into the waitress as one does um, <laughs> on the way home, and I had a packet of it. And let me just tell you something: I bought that, and I also bought a cherry kind of tart, bakery typey thing. I know. Sorry, I'm sorry. I was, you know, it was Lent. I'd given up so much stuff. I needed some it's sweet like your dry stuff. So nobody believes you. I don't know why so you keep can I say- <laughs> So basically, you know, when you buy two things, don't you always think to yourself, I want to eat the not the 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 nicest one last. Yeah. I want to end on that note. 
So I ate the popcorn first. Mm. Let me just tell you something. I would have embarrassed any of you lot in this room. The way I was eating that popcorn. I know, like not even taking breath. <laughs> So I was facing, I was facing this way. There was a woman to the side, to the right of me, facing the opposite way. So if had we been sitting in front of each other, we'd have been facing each other. But she was just on the opposite side of the train. <laughs> I swear she was watching me, and I still couldn't stop. I was doing like this. I was like, I don't. You know, like how the cookie wants to eat on Sesame Street. I was like, yo, these were dope. They were so nice. The cinnamon oh, flavor. Dear. So anyway, so I want to put those in the light. But let me just tell you who now, because of that, I'm going to put in Shady Corner. Harrow Waitrose, that's who. So I was coming back through. I know I didn't even know Harrow had a Waitrose. I was coming back from Harrow Crown Court the other day. So I thought, you know what? I like to switch it up a bit. I thought I'm going to drive home this way. I'm not going to drive the normal way. I'm going to drive home this way. And so I went. I saw. I was like, oh, they've got a Waitrose around here. So I pulled into the Waitrose because you know when you've tasted something so sweet, the nectar. You need it again. So I said, I need to find those cinnamon popcorns. What brand is it again? Proper corn. Proper corn. So I went, I ran, I hot footed it. I may, I may, I may have parked in a disabled bay. That's because I thought I'm just going to get in and out and get the popcorn. Mm. I went in there. I'm looking around. <laughs> I didn't see the popcorn. I asked a member of staff, you see this popcorn? And I showed them the stupid, the nasty one, the peanut and, and something. There's also a, a, I think they call it smooth coconut and, and it's horrible. In it's a pink vanilla in it. It's horrid. Yeah, it oh, I think it's nice. a purple bag. Horrible. Don't buy it. I asked the lady, do you have this in the cinnamon flavor? Expecting mm. her to be like, oh yeah, they're kind of, she was like, no, we don't do that. Oh. <laughs> oh. You know what that noise was, isn't it? I had to restrain myself. So Harrow, Harrow Waitrose, you've let me down. You've not just let, let, your, Harrow, let me yeah. down. You've let the whole team down. You've let yourself down because you don't have that cinnamon popcorn. <laughs> so, you know, you're in Shady Corner, whereas proper corn, cinnamon flavour, are in the absolute light. Somebody buy it, watch Line of Duty, email me, we'll be friends. So that's my, my Into the Light. Uh, my Into the Light, another one. We didn't mention this last week. I don't know how we forgot this because I was so excited when I heard Edward Innanfall, you bad man. Woo-woo. Listen, do you know that this is, a, this, this is what makes me feel to be proud of being British, black British. I still didn't get that feeling. But I, I put it to the feeling that you were describing in mm. regards to the what I like to call the new black the new yeah. Britain, the black Britain yeah. that kind of represents yeah. us. Because yeah. I know that man's journey for him mm. to get from modeling at the age of 16 mm. to being the first male black editor of British Vogue. Yeah. Do you know That's how huge, huge that is? Huge. So you are definitely forever be <laughs> That's in huge. the light. That my man's been making moves for the longest amount of time. He's been such an influential force mm-hmm. in fashion. Yeah. 
He ain't even the Big ups. It's so funny. I was reading um, Ghanaian. Big ups. Right. West Africa. You, you came in. Just like, <laughs> claim, I came in. in Wherever. He's Jamaican as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. It's, half and half. His name's Edward. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so like, I was, re- and I was reading some some newspapers, probably the Daily Mail again. Mm. Some people were like complaining that, um, oh, oh He's gonna make the um. He's gonna make. He's gonna. He's not gonna hire white models. That was their concern. He's not gonna because he's is because his he, his career. He's been responsible about? for making sure that diversity Look happens on whatever platform he's they, he's they on. Will hold on to whiteness. And I'm like. In its political sense. Yeah, and they weren't seeing like the actual importance of what he's been trying were. to do. Of course they were. And I'm like, you, all you're concerned about are the many hundreds of white models that you think won't get jobs because this man is the head of, of British oh, Vogue. You think that's going to happen? Crazy. You really think that's going to happen? You're that's an idiot. Crazy. But anyway, Edward, this is your time, yeah? I'm looking forward to seeing his first edition, which I believe will come out in August. I'm going to buy that. I want to buy my hard copy. Yeah. I'm waiting. So, yeah, I'm really excited for him. So, yeah, so big up to him. Big up to Serena. Um, Fox News, I never thought I'd put you into the light, but you fu- you fired Bill O'Reilly. Whoa, 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 ass. whoa. I don't know if we can actually put them into the light for that. I'm just going to do it simply because I just want... Do you know what? I, I just want to mention I think, it. Yeah, so I, yeah definitely. Because it's like Tammy Lauren lost her job. Bill O'Reilly lost his. I'm waiting on God to work on Trump as well. Yeah, I'm I like just, free for free. Can I just say about Bill O'Reilly and Fox? I think mm. what is unfortunate is that he can have spoken so much trash about you know people of color about about everything yeah about everything and just gotten away with it but as soon as whiteness Mm. white feet white femininity white females were were you know the people who who suffered Mm. in these allegations oh no then we it's must get rid. Yeah. It's problematic. Mm. And that's why there's an air of shade. But I get you. Yeah. Let's celebrate the fact that he's gone anyway. Good riddance I just riddance feel like God don't sleep. So even though we're saying like, you know, many people are saying he's not being given the Bill Cosby treatment, which he mm. should. Mm. I just feel like just when you think they're getting away with it, something just happens. Yeah. Can I just say that I really hate that sort of what I call base. I know it's not you mm. that did it. I know that what you're repeating is what people are doing out there, but that real basic analysis of look how they're treating him compared to look how they're treating mm. Bill Cosby. Don't worry about that. Don't watch that. You yeah. know That's that there saying. is a racial, yeah, but you know that there's a racial bias, but you know, also if you, if, if you're on the tip that Bill Cosby you think that there is some credence to the allegations mm. against him. Don't worry if he's been treated h- more harshly than, say, his white counterpart. Just think about the mm. fact that, can we stop there being sexual abusers out there? Mm. Can you focus mm. on that? Mm. All this whole kind of compare and contrast, weighing up, oh, they didn't treat him like this, they didn't treat um, them like him like but that. Yeah, we already know what We the know that there's racial disparity. Like, we know that there know, is. Alicia Dixon can't lick down an old white woman in the toilet and expect to be calm. And then be called the, the nation's, nation's sweetheart. sweetheart. It's not going to happen. Gonna happen. So, so let's move on right. and let's just deal with the problematic behaviour that both of these men are alleged to have taken mm. part in. And just focus on that. Yeah, I just wanted to mention. because So, like, yeah. yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that's it. That's all we got for this week's episode. It was kind of a long one. but um, It was. How long was that? Yeah. 
Hour and a oh, half, okay. baby. We'll try and cut it down a little bit more, but we haven't had no complaints yet. So clearly somebody's enjoying us ranting for about an hour and a half. So we Love will it. see you this time next week for episode 533. Peace, people. We're out. <laughs> We're out.